You're listening to the Blender Animation Studio Podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. It's life coming at you like a raging Taurus. Escape the bulls hit on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org. Joining us today is Francesco Sidi. Hello. Pablo Vasquez. Hi. Andy Goralcek. Hey. Julian Kaspar. Hello. And I won't be here because I'm at home with the man flu. <laughs> Here's your host, Francesco. <laughs> Uh, all right, welcome to the Blender Animation Studio Podcast, uh, uh, episode 67, which uh, I think we're going to call it Quest. I have a feeling about ah, it. I don't know. Yes. This, uh, this past uh, week has all been about uh, Code Quest. Maybe somebody uh, heard something about it. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be the only thing we talk about, hopefully, because we've been spending our voice uh, and our uh, tweets and all our energies on it in other ways. So hopefully this uh, gets... Uh, you know, we have space for something else, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we can plug it here as well. Do you guys know what the code quest is? Uh, I, I might have heard of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's it's this epic journey of uh, fellow uh, developers. Developers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they go to do a thing. Like, what is what's the thing? Yeah. Well, I mean. We have here Pablo, who has been uh, hello there. You know, very very involved uh, uh, in the process of the. <laughs> yeah, I think the, this week I spent I did three live streams regarding the code quest. So like three hours of this week, I mean, spent live on YouTube. Monday I did it on uh, Blender today. Uh, then I did it in Spanish, and then on Wednesday we did it with Ton about talking about the code quest. That was launched on Monday, and the goal basically is to get Blender two point eight in beta state. So right now, Blender 2.8 has been developed for like almost two years, in 2016. And it's been going okay, but it's slow. It's not as fast as it could. So the goal to get it to beta is by bringing all the developers, the core developers together here in Amsterdam for three months at least with a possible extension um, for at least some of them to work and get Blender 2.8 to beta and to use it and abuse it during spring. Hopefully. Yes. Hopefully. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, that's one of the goals, right? Yeah. Like, ideally, the movie should be... Right. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's a whole other topic. But yeah, that, that that's the goal. And that's what we worked on. We launched the campaign on Monday. And it's Friday. And I'm keeping an eye on my phone because we are very close to reaching a thousand. And when we do, I have to run to my desk and do the announcements and stuff and change the the rocket, uh, yeah. the, the rocket theme. Yeah, we got a bigger rocket. Yeah, it's probably a fatter rocket uh, with a different, I don't know. I think it's gonna, it will go supersonic. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah, because, you know, as you were saying, there is this uh, crowdfunding component, which is very important and it's very exciting because it's the moment where you can actually, you know, share with everyone online the idea and see that everyone is enthusiastic and wants to get on board and really make 2.8 happen. And then, of course, there are like other parts, like uh, on the on the page itself, you can see that this is something built of many pieces. So what we gather by, uh, you know, financially by doing the, the, the crowdfunder is only, you know, is a quarter uh, of, of, yeah, not even. of the budget of the quest. Then there are like uh, uh, industry sponsors, industry partners that we hope to be able to announce soon. There is the development fund with the Blender Foundation. And of course, there is uh, uh, the studio here with the cloud, like because a lot of the time, like we are going to invest time and resources and energy, even to run the campaign itself to, you know, to make sure the 2.8 happens. So all these things, they have to be counted together. And uh, when when you look at the campaign page, sometimes I, I try to see it from, you know, from the outside as somebody who was like, yeah, 
you only need that little money to make the campaign actually is just much more, you know. It's much more, yeah. If you look at the graphics, it's like the the studio is a big part here, the 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 cloud. Well, basically, we are getting uh, like <laughs> paid by the cloud, and we are spending full time working on this campaign and promoting it. Yeah. And the studio making spring also. So if you're a cloud subscriber, feel happy because you are actually feel proud of yourself. Yeah, because you're making two point eight happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the on the topic of the code quest, uh, well, you've been doing some nice uh, renders this week. You're not talking about what, what's been happening this week too. Like it's not yeah. just being tweeting and sharing and talking. You actually did some artwork. Yeah, last yeah. week actually it was very it was very fun. We have the the topic of okay, it's a launch of a something, right? It's two point eight coming out. So there you have the rocket, but also it's in the Netherlands. So maybe we could use a, a Dutch theme. So. Um, and I always like to do uh, isometric um, um, graphics, you know, like a game or something. So it all combined together and with the fact that it had to be done rather quick <laughs> <laughs> and fast and quick slap it together. <laughs> and we came up with this, yeah, with this theme of having low poly graphics, colorful, um, a mix of Dutch landscape with the, with the tulips Windmills, bike paths, and a rocket in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> are there any clogs in it? I, I Holy, I forgot. You put, you put cows, like there are cows. Yeah, yeah. there are Dutch cows. The ones that have the the ones that have the the one stripe on the side. Yeah. Even it's so funny. Like we we, we stripe. We, it's a triangle because it's a logo. Yeah, we were having like this initial conversation about this, and then like I, I saw you started, you know, gathering reference, and it was like this collage of. Amsterdam, like of Dutch cliche of really windmill tulip <laughs> cows and, and no know, cheese and everything. Yeah, no, uh, not cheese yet, but we have a whole <laughs> yeah, world a, to discover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, it was great because it really feels like it's something extensible, and it, we tried to make it a bit modular so you can use it in different, you know, uh, uh, different media graphics. As well. so yeah. yeah, we made like a, for a sponsor prospectus. That's how it all started. Like to actually get in touch with you know potentially bigger sponsors like we needed some nice uh, captivating graphics so then we developed it there and then we brought it on the web and you know made it uh, higher resolution and everything it was really cool to see like you know every day I would just go and check out what Pablo was doing it was like oh wow you added this oh you added this and <laughs> you could totally make like uh, with these modular elements you could render them out as little animations and you could totally make like a game or something like that oh yeah, yeah. actually <laughs> like, could make a like SimCity or so <laughs> to build like your 90s. own yeah. yeah yeah actually making a, a game is not a bad idea yeah, like we, we, thought, we thought about making little animations at least. Actually, I I, I, am, I already rendered animation. I haven't used it yet, but it's a basic yeah. uh, animation of the windmills. Like it's just a loop, basically. That it, um, yeah. I wanted to put on Facebook because they allow you to have like um, um, animated headers, videos. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe hmm. it could be a fun little loop in there, maybe ten seconds or yes, so. It's yeah. just just a, so just a thing. But I mean, it it can be anything really. So. I think I'm going to keep and at it. At some point, you have to 3D print everything, like those cows. <laughs> oh, especially. actually, I yeah. never 3D printed anything. So this might be my be first. Nice. Do we have, have like a 3D a... printer here? <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm that the 3D printer is currently not broken. Uh, wow. yes. What? 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 Is it, yeah. it but is it working? 
And I can <laughs> confirm it. It's not broken. <laughs> okay, it is not broken, but working is a different... It's working. It's working, yeah. I printed a test with it, but ah. I, I just didn't have any time to to fully check it or so. We yeah, just oh. tell Julian because he's the one breaking it all the time. Yeah. No, I, I'm not. What? <laughs> no. Ton, ton broke it last broke time. It. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, and it was pretty much broken when I started printing. Yeah. It was Yalti. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's let's blame the one that's not here. here. Yes. All those people <laughs> using the printer. Yeah. That's, that's, that's great. I will print a little rocket then. Be- yeah, I think uh, that will be my first print, uh, I hope. Little low poly rocket. Yeah, yeah, awesome. That should be easy. Come on. Yeah, totally. Ish. You can do it. Yes. Yeah. Half an hour, it's done. Click, click. Had to be small though. Nah, can be you a, can make it really big. A mug. Yeah, a, a, a little rocket mug. Yeah, a rocket totally. mug. Yeah. That would be epic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You handle it from the, you know, yeah. the, the launch yeah. pad. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I got so, sidetracked. So stay, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned for more graphics. Yeah, I'm going to put them on the cloud, by the way. Exactly. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Like, so at some point, you... At know, some point, yeah. And I was also for uh, putting it on the actual rocket itself. Yeah. Uh, the rocket is 16 gig, so we have plenty of room to put all, yeah, any, anything there, like training, maybe open movies. Um, 2.8 wouldn't make any sense. It would make it a bit more confusing because the production of these rockets has to begin rather soon. And 2.8 is far from finished. Yeah. So it will be probably very confusing. So and I'm pretty sure like you guys have you guys have done it before to put Blender on a stick and like because you sold it on the eShop. Yeah, yeah, a couple of years ago. Sticky, yeah. And as soon as you put it on there, it's already outdated because Blender <laughs> is developing so fast. Yeah, still, like, it was selling quite well. People loved it. Just probably because we tried to make it a bit more collectible. Just in case anyone has, you know, someone never heard about this CodeQuest thing. Like, we're talking about a 16 gig rocket now, which is not a graphic. It's an actual physical perk that oh, yeah. people get by supporting the campaign. So there is yeah. this little rocket model that we're going to talk about later with Julian because he had mm. to make a mock-up for it. It's very nice. Based, of course, on the original concept from the from the graphics from Pablo. So this is where we are planning to put all these assets that Pablo is mentioning. It's a and, USB and, yeah, it's a key USB. thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, we put we we did something similar before, and I think it was especially popular because not everybody knows that you know you can go on the Blender website and download cool sample files or like some some uh, you know nice artwork that is available on the cloud as a uh, as a blend file that you can just open and explore and play with so just having it right there plug it in and play around yeah. Yeah. also just to That's give fun. to other people like your fellow 3ds max uh, exactly. users yeah, yeah. Check this out where is, <laughs> the, where is the 3ds max rocket huh? uh, <laughs> yeah. so yeah um, talking about uh, also Blender Cloud content, I would like to mention that uh, just a few hours ago we uh, announced, well, we released, the, we published the Minecraft Animation Workshop by Dylan Gu, which is wow. uh, hashtag hype. Hashtag awesome. <laughs> hype, yes. <because> is <laughs> Minecraft Animation. Have we ever announced it before? No, it is like a, out of the blue. Yeah, I I was a bit confused when I first saw it because uh, like, whoa, whoa, are are we doing like uh, Minecraft sponsored stuff now? (laughs) Microsoft? (laughs) Well, you know, like Minecraft is a huge, like, you know, I think it went beyond, um, it's a huge franchise. It's a huge, like, it became a medium, basically. So, oh, yeah. uh, you know, people are really using it to, and that's also what, what Dylan says in his, uh, in his um, uh, presentation. Training? Yeah, that is like really a great way, a great language for people to jump in and do their own animations and do their own content. And, uh, and you know, by using 
an established set of rules and visual language that is there. And for Blender, there happens to be already a lot of material. Like uh, we are sharing this uh, rigging uh, tool set with a character that is like modular and configurable. It's mm-hmm. basically like, uh, uh, I don't know, like the flex rig that, that was made at the time of Glass Half, like this yeah. configurable, not, yeah, flex rig, yes. Yeah. And you can just make all your Minecraft characters and everything with it, and uh, and you can just play around. And so he is uh, he made an animation, and uh, he's uh, gonna show how he actually put it together in the, in this workshop style uh, kind of um, product. So you just can see him working and prepping the animations, and he gives tips on how he does it. Like he's really focused on how he got that uh, production done, which I think it's is really nice to see. And I love his style. Yeah, how, how long is the training, the workshop? I don't know. I think it's going to be like, we. He, it's in progress right now. So it's also something. That ah, so it's not the whole thing. Different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like right now, I think there is half an hour worth of content. And uh, and then he's going to keep uh, up, updating it over the course of the next week. And more stuff will appear and he's going to be there. And you can interact with him and ask him questions if you want to try and follow along. And uh, yeah, it's just a... Uh, uh, we, we try, we try new things, we try different things and see how it goes. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to... to and it's it also out. available for free, right? Yeah, some, uh, not not everything, but uh, some parts are, and especially the character rig is, uh, is available and, uh, and uh, part of the videos are as well. And the video, of course, is, and it's uh, on YouTube and it's online, so yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So even if you don't have a cloud subscription, you can go and download yeah, you it. You can go so. and check it out, definitely. Awesome. Uh, all right, then uh, let's talk about uh, spring. Just you know, a quick, uh, quick update on how's it going, and uh, you know, what's the team doing. <laughs> <laughs> You're currently talking to the remaining two members of the spring production. Yay! We're the only guys <laughs> who are not sick, yes, or gone, or injured. Yeah. <laughs> God. So yeah. yeah, there has been like a little moment, like a there's a little dip know, in the, the production, production. Yeah, like yeah. given by the fact that yeah. People were traveling or being sick. This is the flu season. Yeah. Actually, pa- Pablo is also sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh. yep. The other Pablo. Yeah. 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 You're you're good. You're good. Yeah. So, but. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what you, you think. Know, <laughs> I, I, I recently published uh, um, a, a little production update on the blog. I try to do it every week just to show what, you know, what's going on. And uh, which is mostly like, I mean, this is already the third week that I've write it, which is like, okay, layout and character and environment development. So, this is. Totally. Can yeah. you confirm that this is what is happening? Am I missing anything? I can confirm that's a process that takes <laughs> some time to uh, to let it unfold. Yeah. Yes. Because uh, yeah, it's a lot of work, and we have to do uh, very. I mean, we basically the layout team has to make the entire film, yeah. which is this uh, eight minute epic journey of 140 shots, so so or so. Yeah. Uh, 13 sequences, lots of stuff in the things and uh, different environments and complex actions. So that will uh, go on for a while. Yeah. And uh, currently we're in the middle or Hjalti uh, this week has been working on two um, two main scenes in the middle of the film, which uh, are kind of the, the turning point of the, sto- of the story, the confrontation mm-hmm. between Spring and her... Uh, friend <laughs> yeah uh, it's a monster thing yeah. so oh, um, her dark so, side <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah uh, it's um, 
it's extremely interesting to find out what exactly is going to happen there because we've been uh, sketching it out in the storyboards. We had some uh, concept arts, uh, uh, art drawings from David, um, but there's it's it's very diffuse still what exactly is going to happen and how the character is going to react to it, that kind of stuff. And I think that like by the end of this month, we'll probably have something there that might not be the final part of the film, but uh, we'll keep developing it. And uh, hopefully uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll have the whole thing laid out and it'll be not crappy drawings that we made, (laughs) but it will be understandable 3D models that uh, move around and uh, do uh, interesting things. It was it was very interesting also to see indeed like some sessions that you and Hjalti were having about, you know, we were all involved in, you know, the story pitching process and also how you boarded it. And, you know, we heard the story multiple times. But then when it really comes down to, you know, opening Blender, bringing the environment, start placing the cameras, like the amount of questions that comes up, especially in the beginning when you want to establish some master shots in a sequence is like, yeah, you yeah. have to. You have to, <laughs> basically you have to do set design at the same time yeah. as uh, as you're coming up with the shots and the sequential stuff and how how it all edits together. I mean, the editing is by now it's very rough and uh, we'll we'll fine tune it later on. So mainly it's just a, uh, uh, trying to figure out how this whole thing works uh, spatially. So um, working up to this, I've started mocking up the. Um, the main sets. Mm-hmm. We have the the exterior of the hut. We have the interior of the hut, which uh, uh, Julian's been working on. And mm-hmm. uh, then we had some reshuffles where we had to, where we basically uh, found out that we have to mirror an entire set in order to get the the angles all um, all consistent dura- uh, during the whole mm-hmm. um, beginning of the film. And uh, then we have the the <laughs> downstairs. So of a leftover from the agent uh, it's the uh, <laughs> it's the forest inside the valley so um this is uh, one of the most complex sets because a lot of stuff happens there and i think uh more than 80 percent of the film happens uh well 70 percent of the film happens in this frozen forest with uh lots upside of, down yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so it's a very important thing and uh we're not completely done with it yet there is another part uh of the uh, giant action chase climax thing that we need to lay out uh next week and the week after where we haven't fully uh where we haven't fully um, managed to get the set together yet so uh it'll stay interesting <laughs> yeah cool awesome and I mean, we don't want to, you know, get too deep into it yet. Like maybe this is for an next episode, but uh, I've seen you also started some work on, you know, visual development for spring, especially the hair. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, maybe, yeah, this week, both Julian and I, we've been working on hacking away at the, the spring blend file. So yeah. we've been taking turns um, <laughs> and I did, I started doing the hair and uh, you also worked on the particles, right? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. the clothing, for yeah. the clothes. Yeah, uh, it's been uh, interesting. <laughs> so you survived the process. This was like a weekly ago, I think, like the process of getting the rigged version with the shaded version together. Mm-hmm. Like that was very challenging, right? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I'm 
still constantly doing it. I'm, okay. I'm basically working in my own file, the the shading file. Uh -huh. But any UVs or uh, like vertex groups or vertex paints or anything I do there, I need to transfer it back to the main spring file. And um, yeah, usually something breaks. <laughs> I don't have to do anything big. Usually the brick breaks by itself. <laughs> <laughs> and only when I touch the scene. Sounds, sounds very reliable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's this rig is very, uh, very delicate. Very yes. Yeah. If you if you <laughs> disable one modifier, which you generally need to do during like when you're debugging things, and you forget to switch it on, and then you commit it to SVN, then uh, the animators don't see that thing moving or so. That's yeah. that's just a little example, but then also like you're accidentally moving something in a shape key, and then the shoulder starts exploding when you move the left arm, or Yeah, the weirdest <laughs> error was in the face where you don't even have to do anything with the model itself. I was just transferring uh, a, a set of vertex panes mm -hmm. and then uh, just like right beside her nose, just a couple of vertices just oh, exploded outwards. I so much. And it just kept happening. Uh, but... For the following times, I at least looked for it because I knew it would happen. And then every time I had to reload the scene and do something a bit different. This whole, this whole workflow is, is, is really interesting because, yeah. I mean, uh, eventually we're going to be doing this as a full-fledged movie feature film studio where we have to separate the workflows into rigging, shading, and we have to keep doing it like side by side. Mm. So uh, this is a little test yeah. <laughs> of things that to come. That will happen in 2.8 oh, with the yeah. asset manager and Alembic and all the, sort of things I that mean, we still... <laughs> time collaboration inside of the same blend. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Yeah, somebody asked me about it the other day. Like, yeah. is it possible? It's like Google Doc. Why don't you... Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, instead of... <laughs> Text strings, <laughs> you kind of do it with like uh, well, 3D models. There was a there was a uh, project. Uh, oh yeah, the, the 2000s um, yeah. verse verse the verse project. Have you heard the universe the verse yeah. project? No, oh, wow. it had its own website within Blender.org. It was Blender.org. Yeah, it was no uh, still. That's so. Okay. That was actually it was uh, checking on my phone. It was this uh, network protocol for uh, for meshes, basically, yeah. Yeah. and so you could have two people working on the same mesh at the same time over network. So one person okay. could have Blender open, and you would see the person move around stuff and make. Uh, like faces we, we, are talking, we are talking early 2000 yeah. here. Like we're talking oh, sci-fi. This stuff. was like the future. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It works. <laughs> It works. Oh, wow. If you go to the verse, verse, like universe, to the blender.org, it says it works. It's probably the Apache or like configuration. If you configuration. go on the Wayback Machine, you find the website. In the Wayback, yeah. I remember looking at it and being like, wow. What is this? Because it was, it was black. It was like its own thing. I've tested it. Yeah. In, uh, uh, during 2006, yeah. I remember it was a nightmare. It was, it was a nightmare, but it was also very interesting because you can, in theory, have the, all these multiple programs that understand that protocol interfacing with each other. So it was like you you didn't even have to import export anything. You would just see it, the stuff happen. Yeah, mind boggling, like really <laughs> incredible. But it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, the future is not yeah. here yet. <laughs> and it, was, it was fun. I remember moving vertices and having some, like suddenly the vertices would move like every time you go in and out of edit mode or something, like yeah. every time you update it, it will 
I, I remember playing with a friend of mine. Crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. super creepy. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah no, but it was fun. It's like, okay, you model the legs and I model this. And uh, we were modeling at the same, with uh, wow. uh, Sankura, wow. with uh, Daniel yeah. Yeah. Wow. Salazar. Wow. Well, yeah, we, we, we will see one uh, one day if this thing comes back. <laughs> yes. But I think maybe in VR, you know, like it's yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we've we've also done like now that we have the character with hair and textures, yeah. you've been doing like the little uh, uh, the little details on the clothing and all the yeah, yeah. fuzziness and uh, little things that make it alive uh, and. And now it's really the time where we can put the character into the half-finished environment, and we can press F12 and uh, see. Awesome. It. <laughs> Some it'll look render. it'll look amazing, <laughs> and uh, uh, and yeah, and we see how the movie could look like. And the one thing I find interesting about these really early renders is that, like, you go back at the end of the product production at, to those renders. Most of the time, you're like wow, that was so crappy back then. And that's the one amazing thing that I've, like, I'm looking forward to because like, in a couple of months, we're going to be somewhere else, like, hopefully. Somewhere else, yeah. <laughs> this is going to look really amazing. I'm, I'm so happy with the progress so far. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. So, you know what? I think we could uh, start talking about, you know, what? Topic, you know, like, yeah, something like oh, to like, give it a theme, yeah, yeah, yeah like like we used to in the thirty first. Yeah, yeah. uh, let's give let's give this uh, a little bit of meaning. Yes, and uh, hit I, us. I thought for this time, you know, to give a topic to the to the podcast. Yes, right? how do you work under pressure? <laughs> Screaming, you as <laughs> <I see>. badly <laughs> define <All right>. work <laughs> pressure. Yes. So, okay, you know, it's just uh, the, the, this 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 uh, theme just came out of uh, of my. Uh, I just thought about it, and I would like to start talking about it with Julian because mm-hmm. we're working on the quest, and uh, you know, we prepared all the campaign. We were going to launch it, and yeah. it was known since the beginning that we were going to uh, make this uh, USB stick, this custom USB stick work. Yeah. And we had an idea of how it was going to look like. It was going to look like a rocket. Uh, we found a manufacturer that could do it. And we really wanted to have a, a mock-up for the, for the website, for the store page, so that people could get an idea of how it would be. And so, you know, uh, I, I did a bit of research of how it was possible with the materials and with the manufacturer within the price that we were expecting. And then uh, one day before, not the day we were launching the campaign, I went to Julian and I said, okay, uh, can we make a... <laughs> Can you please make me a render? Of yeah, this thing? yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, and he was like, yeah, sure. So were you under pressure in that moment? Oh like, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Pressure, I mean, Francesco came to me at a Monday when my brain was still like turning on in the okay. morning. And, oh yeah, you have like a couple of hours to yeah, just just make this rocket, mm-hmm. this USB rocket. Make a couple of renders. Yeah. And um, yeah, and uh, I did the rocket as fast as possible. Just made a little mock-up uh, model and sculpting Mm -hmm. and um, yeah I mean um, we try to keep it simple yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) it was not like completely unreasonable but uh, yeah I was just wondering how you you know how do you how did you how do you do it because I I gave you like a uh, there was the, the rocket model that Pablo made 
uh, in a blend file. Mm-hmm. Then I had uh, uh, I downloaded a USB uh, a model, so, um, and then I mocked up the the size of the memory bank that was attached to it, and then I modeled some boxes to rough out the shape of how I thought the the thing could be. Yeah. So you had some stuff. So what did you do when I left? Did you delete everything and then you (laughs) made your thing? Or what what did you do? Well, the first thing I thought with uh, the original design, okay, uh, with these rubber materials that we're going to print for the USB stick, okay, uh, maybe that won't look very good. Just this hard edge design, so it would have to be very rounded. So yeah, I just made it completely from from scratch. Uh, I tried out some different things, originally just made it too complicated, then uh, needed to make make it more simple. Time's running out. <laughs> yeah, time's running out, time's running out. And um, yeah, uh, uh, mostly I just focused on the design, making something uh, that would fit for like some something like this little USB stick. But the thing that I uh, like... When it's all when it was almost done, I uh, we just realized okay, this will not re- work work very well with these little extensions, these little details. Yeah, yeah this was before lunch. I went there and was like, hey, did, you, yeah. did you think that we have to open this? And you're like, oh no, oh no, <laughs> no, this won't work at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, it was a bit chaotic, but um, yeah, it, it was not not a huge task. And yeah, I just tried to make it um, um, as simple as possible. Um, it doesn't have to work very well. It, it's not even a very closed mesh. It just needed to look uh, good for the mock-up render. We can fine-tune it later on to make it actually printable. But uh, yeah. Okay. So, and and like in um, in general, like because you mentioned workflow-wise, how did you do it? Like, did you really sculpt something and then you model it? You straight up, you know. Uh, poly modeled it. Most most of the rocket is just box modeled. Okay. I just most of it was just okay. Just insert a cylinder, make a couple of subdivisions, and just move stuff around. Mm-hmm. The only thing that was sculpted was with uh, with the smoke trail, and uh, that was just easier. And I just, also that I just kept it made the workflow workflow very simple. I just that was one of the few times I actually used metaballs. Oh yeah, wow. yeah. So the, because the, the, it has this very cartoony yeah. style with these uh, like merged uh, uh, spheres, yeah. and that was just an easy way to do it. Just make the little smoke thing out of metaballs, scale awesome. them a bit, and then just yeah. Awesome! Yes, <laughs> proud user of metaballs here. Awesome! Yeah. awesome. I should, I just, I. I, I would put a, I would wear a t-shirt that says like, metabolds. go metabolds, you know. I, I, actually, you could just, I, okay, I have, I have it. What? No. what? No, I just have, I have the t-shirt in mind. I have yes? mock-up. Okay, my birthday on December 15th. <laughs> why, why don't make no, no. it like metaboludo or something? Like metaboludo, <laughs> yeah. No, wow. yeah, maybe. No, but like, I just imagine these two balls like blending into each why other. Why two? Why two? That's not, wait. What? Okay, never mind, never mind. What, what, what? I will tell you later. Okay, not two. Not so that, two, yeah. Yeah, not two. It has to be three at least. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Huh? Or yeah, five. Yeah. Three, five, uh, an even number. Or maybe it's just one, but not two because, you know, mm. confusion. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. okay. Um, so basically, do you have any, you know, what's yours? Basically, what I want to know, what I'm after for this, uh, for this thing from every one of you guys is like, what's your secret for working under pressure? Like for surviving to the, to, the, to the pressure. Like when you have like this deadline, you have this thing that is really like, I'm not talking about 
the looming, you know, things, mm. and then you procrastinate and your problems. Like, okay, if somebody tells you do a thing in five minutes or in ten minutes, like how, like what, what do you do? Not to freak out. Yeah, uh, just keep it as simple as possible and cut corners. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's gonna be the answer yeah. that pretty much everyone will give, but you never know. Right? So yeah, yeah, what what no one's gonna see, just uh, don't make it. <laughs> <laughs> if it has to be yeah, fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. So. I don't know, Andy. Have you have you had to do this kind of stuff recently? Like- uh, recently, yeah, it happens every once in a while. But I think like I don't notice pressure so much. Just ba- basically because I'm under pressure all the time. That's your secret. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I tend to get really cranky and curse and do all kinds of things. Um, but I remember when we were doing uh, Caminandas uh, Lamigos oh and I was doing the last shot with the berries. Oh, yeah. And everyone else was done and everyone was waiting for me to to finish this last shot of the film, which was incredibly noisy because the berries had subsurface scattering and everyone was jumping around behind me trying to finish everything. And I was like trying to concentrate, trying to find a like a solution that would get us this thing rendered in under two hours. Um, and like, I was so, I was like super. Like, I remember. I, I was so you were like angry. Laser at eyes. nothing. And yeah. it was night <laughs> and it was late. <laughs> and like, they were literally behind you, like like standing behind yeah. you. And, and, and under, under these circumstances, I apologize, but I, sometimes I can get very vocal. Like I can say, okay, please let me, do this and then people get really scared because I don't really <laughs> talk to them in that voice. So I get that very specific voice that yeah, yeah. apparently freaks people out. Yeah. So, but anyway, but I, what, what I think is uh, in, incredibly important under these situations, especially when you're working in a team that you still find ways to communicate and keep people informed, which I could argue I'm, <laughs> I fail all the time, but but still, like when you when you have to make sure that person A knows what person B is doing, and everyone has to be on the same page of, about like a certain uh, the 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 thing that needs to be de- delivered at a certain time, mm-hmm. you have to be able to communicate all those things and make sure that everyone is informed and everyone can do their uh, can focus on their individual topics. Yeah, except when everybody's <laughs> waiting on one person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But wow. still, even then, like, you know, that's important. It's true when you have like a team or when you're <clears> working <throat> together to know each other good, well enough that you know how others react when they're under pressure too. So you're like, okay, give give him space. Just yeah. go away. Exactly. Leave him alone. But, <laughs> but also like, I just remember when we were uh, like, every time we finish a project and we like, uh, we're at the moment where you, Francesco, have to put it online on, on, on YouTube for most of the time or, and everyone else has to do stuff in order to enable that. We need like render still images and um, posters and that Thumbnails kind of stuff. So, PR. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Write a tweet, which, which takes like an hour. <laughs> yeah. So communication is really the key to making these things work. Yeah. yeah. Just be clear, direct and get to it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what you said of, well, when you have to do something in five minutes, I think the over time, I yeah, I learned to just try and get the final result as quick as possible, and then tune. So yeah. it's like they ask you for a yeah for yeah model a house. Okay, don't don't spend an hour in the <laughs> in the door. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, like okay, do 
to rough everything and then, okay, without Windows, without anything, okay, then if you have time, okay, Windows. You have time, okay, uh, no. better door. Okay, you have time, no. so a, a tree, yeah, door handle. And that kind of... Uh, yeah, it's thing. very important to... Straight uh, to do, the end. Yeah, do, do also to do it like step by step. Just yeah. And don't polish, straight polish, go polish, for polish. the details. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I had that for so long. Now I'm thinking it's getting better, but jeez. <laughs> Spent so much time doing, yeah, details. The yeah. same, it applies to everything, even like websites. Yeah, exactly. And like we, we have to paint a page. We do it with websites and graphics, like 2D graphics too, is the same thing. Just, yeah. like we have some tricks, like, and especially I think it helps a lot when you have to mass produce a lot of things quickly, like to establish a little bit of a, uh, like a language. So you know, like, okay, we use this font, we use this kind of layout, we yeah. use, the, and you practice that a little bit, so then you get you get faster and more confident at uh, at delivering stuff as well. So that helps too. I ha I think that uh, oftentimes it's very good to balance these two things because, like, what I learned here under pressure is to do like what you said. Like make the big picture first, and then fin uh, focus on the details. But uh, some sometimes you also like it, these details inspire you. Yeah. Because you know you love to make a little rocket that wiggles when you scroll down the page, or so that's a nice little detail. But at the same time, you have to do the entire page. So I think it's really <laughs> not. But but I think it's really a good uh, a good practice to to alternate between those because that keeps you. Uh, keeps you inspired to push forward if like if you have to work on something for a bit longer than uh, just a, an hour or so like yeah uh, it do, does. maybe you start with a little detail that you think is really amazing and then do like a, a little the big picture next and then do one more detail and then maybe bunch everything together and then do the 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 final tweaks and the end I think that's that that works. Yeah, yeah, it really helps. Or when you're modeling and just adding shaders before even finish modeling something, it, it, yeah, that that happens because yeah, the shaders make it look better and everything. Or the lighting, you spend more time in the lighting when we still haven't finished modeling. And in the case, actually, with the with the code quest page, you can see it on the live streams that we did, or when people uh, somebody made a video. I can't remember its name. On uh, Monday, oh, like the yeah. moment it was released, like there were like a few twenty, uh, like twenty rockets, rockets sold. sold. Yeah, and the guy made a video that was really fast. And there you can see the page. It doesn't have like a the well the thermometer is just red, just plain red, no nothing. Um, there is yeah the target is less uh, laid out. The, the text developers. is different. The developers list is just a picture because we were running out of time and we couldn't make it like nice uh, responsive so it worked on the phone and everything so we just a put list them of the developers made a list take a screenshot take a one screenshot square yes. picture, put it there that's it yeah. then yeah the sponsors were not listed there was no image it was just the text was there the information was there nothing really changed we just expanded on it yeah. so <laughs> it's funny I actually went yesterday to see how it looked and eek <laughs> and then the next day okay first thing developer's name so the page can be indexed by Google and it can be um, searchable better and everything so okay uh, the, peop the people that actually participate in it and then I had to do other things but what if there was a little tiny rocket at the end <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I actually yeah took the, the rocket made a small render and put it there and okay and now I can move on with the rest of the things I moved with other That's stuff so and then when I had a little extra time oh what if the flame would actually animate <laughs> I know you wouldn't tell these things to anyone so I I look at that page like 
basically half of my day this week has been refreshing, like, refreshing, refreshing the page and looking at stuff or editing something. And, you know, I know we both are editing the page, but I don't know sometimes what he's doing. So I just refresh and then the thing is like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's great because sometimes, you know, I, I think about it too. Like I think about something like that, little details. And then it's funny when both people have thought of the same thing and he's like, I'm not going to tell you to add a flame to the rocket. Like we have so many things. <laughs> so many to things. Do. And then it just happens. So that's that's those are those moments are priceless. Yeah, that's good. Like I think after a while you get to know each other. It's yeah. like if he, like this person didn't add a, a flame or a rocket to the thing or animate it, it's because it didn't have time. Yeah. And then it happens. And then yes. Yeah. So I think um, more of that is coming. Actually, I think nowadays it's, now it's just pretty okay. It's, yeah. The page itself is not going to keep growing. I think we are going to keep adding sponsors and everything. But uh, actually, for the thousand, we have uh, something prepared. I'm still checking on my phone. We're 963 by the moment of recording mm-hmm. this. So uh, I don't have to run yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, any final words about you know, pressure? the working under pressure? Yeah. Uh, you have a, I don't know, like something you learn about it or something. About under pressure. No, I work. Well, yeah, I work better. It's it's depressing to work under pressure, but actually, I uh, yes, I do have. When the deadlines are long, it takes me long, and then I worked five minutes before. I think pressure is really like it's deadlines. An, yeah, yeah, deadlines are an important thing because otherwise, you never know when you're going to be done. No, and uh, for me personally, they they give uh, a sort of urgency and clarity to to like a project because. If I just know that I have to do something and it'll be have to it'll be done like some point, I never do it really. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. yeah. Even for our own projects, having having deadlines, even if it's not a real deadline, yeah. it's always good to have a deadline. Even with our movies, like sometimes we don't even have to have a date for releasing because we make our own movies and we release them whenever we finish them. But it's good to have a deadline, like. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, maybe sometimes we have like a conference as a deadline or or SIGGRAPH or a festival. But really, like what what is the difference of releasing spring in October, November or like March next year? Really, there is... I think those uh, those goals really push us to, you know, to do our best and yeah. do it in the most efficient way. Um, yeah. Yeah, and well, in this case, it's imp- well, we are our own studio, so we have we have a deadline set we put our own deadlines, but I think it's important to do it. People embrace yeah. deadlines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else I, to add? I don't Are there anything any, else. So. Um, no, like just a reminder that we have the blender cloud live on uh, Wednesday. This Wednesday we didn't do it because we had the, yep. the code quest. So we did it in the blender developers yep. channel, but next week we're also doing it. So I think so far it's going pretty well. People yeah. are getting, yeah, this is nice to see faces, people talking about improving stuff. The, the production value, even having a couch. Yeah. Yes. Multiple cameras. Who knows what's happening? Chialti coming out of the, the behind. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, um, I think uh, we, we can, can wrap it up. Yeah, we can wrap it up. And then if you have any questions or if we missed anything, we will find it and address it the next time. Yes. So thank you very much for tuning in and see you soon. Soon. Yeah. A <laughs> yeah. couple of weeks. See you. Bye. 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 You've been listening to the Blender Animation Studio Podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Do you seek inspiration and randomness? Then unicorn sardine cat laxative on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org.